as we look at the first aspect, is this girl to build their self-esteem. Yes. Believe in themselves. Yes. Believe that they can change this world. Believe that they can be mentors to the young girls. Like I told you at the beginning that one of the biggest challenges that these girls don't complete school uh, to, to university maybe. They don't because they're getting pregnant as early and then they're engaged into a uh, relationship that. So I'm looking at this girl involved in cycling, yeah. stay longer at school, uh, to look at, um, uh, to compete at the international level. That is my dream. Yeah. I want to see them that when they speak, they can also take up leadership skill, leadership positions in, in sports, not only even in cycling. Yes. Those are the, the dreams that we're building. And then I'm also looking at the girls to be role models to the young ones that are coming up, those that have lost hope in life. And then these young girls through Masaka Cycling Club can achieve this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Giro podcast, a very special edition of the Giro podcast. And we hope this uh, finds you well. Um, this podcast has very much an international flavor. I am joined by our old friend. I mean, pr probably our most featured uh, guest on the podcast, actually, Ross Burridge, all the way from, uh, from Australia. Hello, Ross. Hey, Jordan. Good to be back again, mate. Yes. And all the way from Uganda, we're joined by uh, Miro, who is the chair of the Masaka Cycling Club. Um, so thank you so much for joining. Hello, Miro. How are you? Good, please. How are you, Jordan? Thank you for hosting me. Oh, it is my absolute pleasure. Um, do you know, I was thinking about this this morning. So, I mean, at the moment, it's 6 a.m. here. It's 9 a.m. in Uganda. Mm. And what time is it over there, Ross? Uh, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. And I was thinking about it, you know, like we started the cafe, you know, um, nearly eight years ago, seven and a half years ago. Fast forward seven and a half years and I'm sat here doing a podcast with with somebody in Australia and somebody in Uganda. Yeah. I just think that is absolutely brilliant. I feel incredibly honored and humbled um, to be a part of it. So thank you both for uh, for for being a part of this. Um, mate, I think I think the um, thanks needs to go to you, Jordan, because you've been amazing in in getting this story out. So really appreciate you taking the time uh, to speak with Miro and I today. And thanks to all your cycling community, to be honest, in, in engaging with the story. Well, I mean, hey, look, it's it you know the the the, the pleasure and honour is ours. It's it's just brilliant to be a part of it. And um, so, just as an introduction, so for listeners um, who 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 I'm sure they do know, but for listeners who don't know, um, uh, Masaka is a cycling club that is based in Uganda, in Masaka, Uganda, and. Uh, we have been supporting. We won't go into the sort of the, the finite details because those are in the previous podcast, which we'll put the links to below. Um, but it is a, a local cycling club that's doing amazing things. And um, we wanted to commit one month of this year, uh, which is coming up. So April 2021, we wanted to commit to essentially it's a month to raise awareness and raise support for from our sort of like community here uh, in Jiro um, to support Masaka and what they're doing. So we wanted to give uh, another podcast and give a chance for, for Miro to, to discuss and talk about what it is that you're doing over there, just so we can really paint the full picture um, as to, to what it is that you're doing. So without further ado, Miro, um, why don't you give a little bit of introduction to yourself 
and mm. what it is that you're doing over there. And Ross, feel free to chime in and, uh, and, and let's see where this conversation goes. Right, Jordan. Thank you so much. Uh, once again, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Miro Michael. Um, the chairperson and the founder of Masaka Cycling Club. It's a local community-based cycling club uh, based in Masaka. Masaka is in southwestern of Uganda, the border to Tanzania and the border to Rwanda. That's the same road that you use to go if you are using by road. Mm. Um, I also want to, to welcome Elka from South Africa, one of my colleagues. She's also online and then following up this broadcast. Uh, welcome. So myself, as I said, I have physical disability where I got polio when I was um, two years. So I've lived with the disability throughout my life, but I'm a human rights activist as well. And I have a master's degree in public advocacy and activism. Um, I'm using my community and uh, social work approaches and um, to bring together the cycling club. So we're using two approaches. One, we're using social community approach to development, and then we're also using cycling as a sport to community development. So here we are gathering young lads who have a talent in cycling, and we nurture them, we train them, and we support them. But at the same time, we use the same boys or we use the sport to go out in the community to clean local markets, to clean local schools, local churches, and then to show the positiveness about being a sports person at the same time, bringing back to your community. And it's also bringing back hope to the youth mm. who most of them have lost hope. But when they see other youth also uh, giving back to the community, we call them the community ambassadors, yeah. is encouraging them. Uh, and then also we are bringing on board the girls. It's a very big challenge in Uganda to bring on girls to participate in cycling because yes. our culture in Masaka doesn't allow girls to ride bicycles. So we've nice. got, we've talked to the parents and then we're seeing these girls also participating in cycling. So that is the approach that we are using yes. uh, to make sure that we, we are able to reach as many young lads as possible, as well as maintaining them in school using cycling as a sport. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, there's so much that we can discuss here and, and, and we're going to get into it all. Uh, but I mean, first, I think what you're doing is amazing. You know, when, when we first got introduced, when we first got introduced to Ross, um, there was just something that was very sincere and pure about what Masaka Cycling Club is trying to do. And the avenues for us to be able to, from a global level, support what you're doing uh, was really clear. And it's it's just a very, very exciting project to be in. Um, so, so Ross, tell me, how did you first meet uh, Miro? Yeah, it was just by chance, really, Jordan. Um, Miro is based in Masaka, as I am quite often through, through my job uh, with the Cotton On Foundation. Yes. And I think I told you the story where I came across some riders in the community when I was out training. Um, which prompted me to jump on Facebook and just search by chance um, Mustaka Cycling Club. Okay. Um, and lo and behold, I just sent a quick message off, not expecting, no, oh, did a quick search, not expecting anything to come up, and, and, and it did. And so I promptly sent a quick message through on Facebook and got a message back li literally within minutes. And mm -hmm. 
And little did I know that was Miro Michael uh, sending me that message uh, on the other end. So I didn't know Miro at all, had no idea who he was. He had no idea who I was. He, he knew I was a, a Mzungu, like a, uh-huh. a white fella. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't know why I was in uh, Masaka or anything like that. So we, um, we set up a meeting uh, in a little village called Saza, which is on the outskirts of Masaka City. And yeah, the friendship sort of started from there. So, and I think the combination, like Miro just mentioned, he's a human rights activist, and that's his skill, and he's that's that's his life. That's his uh, that's where he spends most of his time. And with my background, um, a humanitarian background, and the work that I I do. Um, we thought as a pair we could probably uh, do something with the with the talent in the region and and um, yeah get get to work and get on with things. That's amazing. So, so Miro, we've um, we've obviously had a couple of discussions with Ross, um, you know, over the last year or so. We also had a uh, call with with Michael De La Grange at uh, at Team Armani. So just to kind of understand from how uh, an international level. Um, some of the work that you're doing, the the real sort of like potential of, of 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 what some of these riders can achieve has become real. So why don't we, as I say, the purpose of this podcast is to really kind of put into context the work that you're doing and where the support that we can offer here can go. So let's sort of break down a little bit about what some of the grassroots or some of the local energies that you're putting in what impact that's having for in particularly the young people that you referenced and then in turn what does it really mean for some of these riders who have real potential they have real skill that they there's the opportunity for them to take this what is you know this cycling as a potential route to you know maybe a a a career in racing or maybe an opportunity to race internationally like what does that really mean uh uh, locally you know um previously in uganda we have a national association for cycling yes but it's one of the most invisible okay association we have and um we've been identifying these lads and People think that cycling only has to end in Kampala, which is the capital. Okay. Right. So we we want to break this all that cycling is not in Kampala alone, the capital, and even outskirts the capital that is cycling. Yeah. So at first, as a club, we didn't have the money to purchase the bicycles. So these young children and their families were buying bicycles kind of locally and secondhand that they were using to ride. So as when we got in partnership with Rose and the friends, we've started getting our bikes and we see the happiness on the faces of these children, this youth, and now they're competing. In fact, now Kampala people are calling on us because they're following us on yeah, Facebook. That's amazing. See what we're doing now, everyone's saying, okay, oh, so you have people who are talented. And this <laughs> is really very, very, very important. And now we have also the juniors who are now looking at the elites. The yes. model, the role models to them. And we're building young ones as young as eight years, nine years, so young, but they are really saying that they are really talented. The other aspect that the cycling is bringing to the community mm. is that 
we are doing away with the drugs and doing away with all devices that these youth could engage in. So now they are committing most of their time to see that they go to the international level. For us, we are really proud of that. So you will not find them in the bars. You will not find them maybe engaged in other things. All the focus now is to see that they reach at the inter international level. So to us as Massacre Cycling, this is a big step. This is a good change that we are saying. But like we've said, we want to go a little bit more further. Yes. To use cycling as an awareness on disability in the community. Yes. We haven't reached there because we don't have the equipment, but it's one of our plans. We want to see that even young lads with disabilities are not only ending in Massacre, but also to go internationally, but we change the community's perspective towards uh, disability using um, the cycling. And then lastly also, like uh, one of the big challenges is that most girls um, get married early and then they also give birth early. And this is a problem. So we want to, to open up a campaign in the community where we want to see girls more stay in school and yeah. we want to use cycling as a sport and probably from the talents that we shall nurture from that, they can compete yeah, the whole of Uganda, the whole of East Africa, and the world over. So that is our dream. We want to use this as a springboard to achieve more bigger dreams that we have than the rest. Well, I mean, I feel very inspired listening to you speak um, for, for, many, you. For, for many reasons. And I think what, I mean, I know this is something that Ross and I have spoken about in the past, but I think what I find so appealing about it is the fact that Riding a bike is just so simple, but yeah. the, the potential of where that bike can take you is so powerful. And I really, I admire what you're doing and I admire the steps that you're taking. You know, we, we recorded a podcast earlier this week um, with a, an amazing woman called Louise Gibson. She uh, runs a, a, a cycling team in here called the Internationals and their vision and their purpose is to see equality in cycling, in particular in the professional peloton. Because the the issues that you're facing around, I mean, there are similarities in that there is still a real inequality in cycling. And the reality is that we are, a cycling historically has been very male dominated. Yeah. But actually, if you even though there have been amazing steps forward, there are still some issues underlying. In particular, mm -hmm. one of those is pay. So they we were they were talking about how the a women's equivalent of some races, for example, mm -hmm. the men would win sixteen thousand euros, and for the exact same race in the women's, mm -hmm. the prize money was nine hundred euros. <laughs> So, so from a so from like an organizational standpoint, there is still real uh, inequality there. Mm, but, mm. but when you speak on a human level, everybody wants to see the same opportunities for both men and women. And I love the yeah. fact that through what you're doing in Masaka, the similarities are the same. We, mm. your vision and your goal is to see the same opportunities for boys and girls, um, if, if they want to get on a bike. And I mean, obviously this is, I suppose maybe to get into a bit of a deeper conversation, the question I have for you is, do you face opposition to this? 
is it is it from a society standpoint do you face opposition um or are people do people embrace the fact that they want to see people uh or, or, well girls and also people with disabilities um you know in for the simple thing of enjoying a bike a uh, true Jordan, i have to say yes for the if you go to the family and say oh i want your boy to join cycling yeah straight away the boy is allowed to join yeah and to the girls you have to answer it's like you're um you're under an interview to answer each and every question wow. to this guy and the, most of the parents look at it as um um my girl will be looked as a boy uh this these games are for the boys my girl shouldn't be participating in that what will the men look at her like that and then like this is really not easy to ask. And then you see one who says, okay, it's fine, we can join. Barely a week, the girl no longer comes and says, what is the problem? The mother said, no, all the neighbors are talking about me that I'm riding mm. in school. And then also if you see the family can't find means to purchase a bicycle for the boy, yes. and you tell the girl they can't purchase a bicycle for them. So. These are the oppositions we are getting. Yes. But even from their peers themselves. So they don't want to fit well in society. And then they see if they're on the same equals. And these ones are talking about riding a bicycle. All the girls are looking at them and saying, mm, mm-hmm. so you ride a bicycle. So huh. that kind of <laughs> that kind of pressure that is being started down to them, yeah, it's not really working on well. Um so how so do you from that is how do you how do you get around that and and are you seeing more girls join like is it uh, i mean and what support are you giving them to take that what is a giant step if it sounds as though families and 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 peers are are are, are against it like what how, how do you get around that so um on our committee we have uh, a female representative who is also our treasurer to the club and her role is to make sure that she uses the feminine uh, language and tone to talk to the parents. And then okay. also when these girls come, so she's able to mentor them. Yes. But we also have our administrator, uh, Aisha, who is also um, um, a young youth. So she also uses her skill as a, a lady or as a female to talk to these and then encourage them. Yes. And we've always fronted her to meet the parents and then discuss about it, but we also go to there. So also now um, the parents used to say, oh, we don't have bicycles. So with the support from friends, we're able to buy some bicycles and these bicycles are, whoever girl comes, we give a bicycle to ride, but it stays for the club. Okay. So that it doesn't become as an excuse that it doesn't want to, to ride a bicycle. So we see a number of girls coming on and uh, what we're planning is to how to strengthen so that they don't go back, but yes. they stay in the club. Yeah. So we have around five that are even competing, but others, they're saying they don't need to compete fast. Yes. Let them um, get immersed into the game, understand it, love it, and eventually we can take them into high competition. So yeah. those are the steps that we're going to but also looking, um, encouraging the girls. Yes. Uh, we're encouraging the boys who are part of us to talk to these girls nicely to encourage them that they can be like them. Absolutely. So those are the steps that we are taking. Brilliant. Mm. 
So you may have seen the, um, the I, I mentioned uh, Louise, who we did the podcast with. The, the reason why we did the podcast is, is it was International Women's Day yeah. um, a couple of weeks ago. And as part of that, the UCI did a, which is you know, the, you know, the International Cycling Federation, did a campaign called Choose to Challenge. And it was essential, essentially choosing, I mean, you could choose to you know take that however you wanted but it was very much sort of challenging the status quo of of, mm. of women in cycling mm. across all social media certainly you know up here though it we were covered with 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 you know strong female voices in cycling asking for equality and asking for you know sort of a level of parity in in what they do and essentially just mm -hmm. if a if a female wants to get into cycling to be offered the same opportunities as a male mm -hmm. which is so simple and you know in in our kind of like quote unquote western culture it was surprising you know to kind of understand the level of of inequality that still existed mm -hmm. But actually, when we speak to you about it, there are similarities, yes. But, you know, ultimately, you know, we're talking about a societal change and a mindset that, you know, boys and girls should have the same opportunity. And and I, I think I, I suppose what's very exciting about what you're doing is that mm. it's using a, a very simple vessel of a bike. It's using a very simple hobby of cycling, but it can actually have a very significant change within mm. a, a local uh, society, uh, but also on a national level in Uganda to see, you know, sort of like girls start to compete uh, in cycling mm. that, they, that they love. Um, obviously, you've spoken about some of the opposition that you face, but when a girl chooses to take that step, what are the opportunities that can open up to them? And what are the opportunities that, that and what I suppose, what is your vision? What is your excitement for a young girl who wants to get into cycling? Where do you hope that that road can lead? Okay, thank you so much. Um, thank you for this. It's really very, very exciting and really good about this. Um, for us, we look at the first aspect is this girl to build their self-esteem. Yes. Believe in themselves. Yes. Believe that they can change this world. Believe that they can be mentors to the young girls. Like I told you at the beginning that one of the biggest challenges that these girls don't complete school uh, to, to university maybe. They don't because they're getting pregnant as early and then they're engaged into or relationship that. So I'm looking at this girl involved in cycling, yeah. stay longer at school, uh, to look at, um, uh, to compete at the international level. That is my dream. Yeah. I want to see them that when they speak, they can also take up leadership skill, leadership positions in, in sports, not only even in cycling. Yes. Those are the, the dreams that we're building. And then I'm also looking at the girls to be role models to the young ones that are coming up those that have lost hope in life. And then these young girls through Masaka Cycling Club can achieve this. But again, also, as we are building on that, we need people to support our cause. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we need people. We, we have international organizations like UN Women and others. They should use sports as an avenue to create awareness and to end gender-based violence yes. against girls yes. all over the world. 
but they haven't picked up spots to lead to this cause. So much as we're also promoting them to, to the international level, can we have more voices in Cypoli to advocate for human rights, to advocate for equality, to advocate for all aspects and their spheres of life that this girl can enjoy a full life with dignity. That's what we are looking at. So we shall need people to come and support our cause. We need a lot of campaign. We need a lot of advocacy. We need to see as many young girls entering cycling as much as possible, but again, also to compete at the regional and international level. So if I see my girl like Frolens, uh riding in Rwanda or riding in Kenya, and then say that, Orange jersey, you're saying that is massacre cycling. Yes. All over here in the community, they will talk about it. They will nurture her, and then everyone will cheer her up. And that's what we want. And then, so probably there will be another girl who will say, I want to be like Frolens, what she's doing. That is amazing. I want to look out to her like that. But again, also, it will keep her in school. It will keep her to, to go on until you say, yes, I've achieved my life. So that's yeah. what massacre cycling is building. Is there anything you want to add to that, Ross? Um, I get quite emotional listening to to Miro. Yeah, it's it's amazing. um, It's just amazing. Just to put the puzzle together for your listeners, um, the way this program works is um, Miro is a human rights um, activist and a very, very passionate man, as you can tell. Mm. Um, And he's got a lot of barriers and he's got a lot of fights to under. Undertake uh, on the gra- ground there in yeah. uh, in Uganda and and Masaka. Not not only the cultural norms that he's got to deal with, but uh, the the level of poverty. It's um yes. it's pretty pretty tough going. But so but you know like what we know we know that a lot of that exists, and Miro's taking up that fight. Um, but what we also know in amongst all this, in amongst the females, the juniors, and the elites is that the talent in cycling is extraordinary. Yes. So a um, bit like the Kenyan runners that we spoke about in the last podcast. So, yeah. so and, and that's why we're so passionate about this project, Jordan, as mm. you can hear from Miro. You know, it still gets me emotional every yeah. single day in there taking on this fight. And, and we've got the ability as Westerners um, to try and mobilise this fight. Um, and then that's you know the last podcast you did to me gave some insights into into the link the linkage into what the work Miro is doing on the ground, yes. and then you know the podcast you did with with Michael mm. uh, is the is the ultimate big picture. Yes, bring these kids from from the grassroots uh, poverty existence that uh, Miro talks about yes. through to potentially the international stage. And, you know, God forbid if it happens in our lifetime, but, um, you know, we, we strongly, f- we, we feel that this fight is possible. Yes. It's real. Yes. And someone's, someone's got to take it on. Um, and that's why we're trying to share this story with as many people as we possibly can, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just also to, to add on Ross, what I said, we, we run a scholarship yes. to this guy, uh, to all our cyclists, as long as you register with us. And then we have a steering committee that vets yes. this. So we give them 50,000 50, Ugandan shillings. Yes. I don't know how much that could be uh, 
Less than uh, it's probably about 10 pounds, 10 pounds a month. About 10 pounds, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so this is um, a life-changing amount of money that helps them to meet their basic needs, but again also to keep them going and then stay focused so that they know that I'm using, um, I have something that I'll I'll take home yes. and then also to sustain myself. Yes. And this has kept them really very strongly. Mm. So we are not seated, we're thinking big. Uh, we have now a clubhouse. So great, thanks Ross. So our clubhouse <laughs> is almost, it's the first of its kind in the whole of Uganda. There's oh, no any club, cycling club in Uganda that has headquarters. We can't we, believe it. We get it's, it's we get all the updates and the and the pictures of this clubhouse are so ex so exciting. Oh my goodness! Can't wait to see it, see it finish. <laughs> yeah, it is almost there. So and this has also boosted us. The yes. entire community is talking about it, and everyone is putting um um a link and an attachment to this yes. because all the people who have worked to see it up. There have been community members um, involved in the building and everything. So to us, we are seeing this as um, a dream come true mm. and then also a life-changing moment to most of our, uh, our cyclists. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing, you know, to, to even hear you say that it's a, it's a dream come true. Um, but I, I see it as just a dream that's just beginning, you know, because it's, it's, it's a building but the opportunity to to of what that building can facilitate moving forward and some of the the real changes and i suppose what what just listening to what you're saying and and uh, mm -hmm. what's incredibly exciting is yes there are opportunities for for mm -hmm. for some of your riders to achieve really great things and and hopefully internationally hopefully we can yeah. see some of these riders you know fulfill some international dreams but what it is doing on a local level from a society standpoint is is really really exciting, and I, yeah. I I think that what you are doing is 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 just brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Um, and then before Jordan, I, I went off with the technology. I was also still expressing the issue to do with disability. Yes. And how we 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 are working on to to see it. Yes. Uh, we also we are interested to find other people who are using paracycling. Okay in their work so that we can have linkages. We haven't had linkages and opportunities. We need to learn more because we have the idea, Yes. but we need people who can help us put this idea into practice. We want yeah. to bring as many as young girls and boys with disabilities to engage in paracycling, but they don't have equipment. We don't have the knowledge about it. Yeah. We've mobilized them. We have a list of them, but we, we haven't been able to engage them because we don't know where we have to start with them because now we've registered over 20 in Masaka, but we haven't um, engaged them fully So to, to, to into this. So I know if it also starts, many people, many community members will be excited to see this um, happening. And then maybe they will change the opportunities that even persons with disability can do something in their lives. So why don't you talk a little bit about some of the issues that you face around disability? You said that the perception of disability in Uganda is is obviously far from positive. You said that it was as many, some people see it as a curse. Can maybe just talk about 
how again how you're trying to approach and 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 beat that barrier uh, and present that opportunity for for somebody who's um, got disability yeah one of the first step is myself i'm using myself as a role model yes my fellow persons with disability so i talk to them i encourage them and then I tell them to be positive about themselves and where they want to go. Yes. That's the biggest part that now I'm playing. But I'm also trying as much as possible to encourage them to participate. We used to have uh, the Masaka Marathon. Yes. It's being organized by uh, Uganda Marathon um, this year. Last year it didn't happen because of COVID and this year. But onto that marathon, we have boys and girls who participate in that. And uh, we take them and then say, these are part of Masaka Cycling Club. And then it's really amazing when you see them participating because most of them are hidden indoors, they're closed inside. And then if you bring them out in the community, they also see a new world happening. So they wow. say, oh, so I'm not alone. So there is somebody like me who can do this. And this is really amazing. And we see it happening. That's, I mean, that's so powerful. <laughs> it's so powerful. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, I, I just, you know, I've, I've said it before, but I just love it. It's the simple, it's the simple thing of riding a bike, but the opportunities that create there yeah. uh, is yeah. just, it's, it's unparalleled. It's really exciting. So with, how, with how, how we can support, let's discuss this a little bit. I think we have a pretty good understanding of what it is you're doing. And, and as time goes on, we're going to find out more and we'd like to get yeah. into sort of more of the individual stories. Um, but yeah. for the, for the month of April um, this year, 2021, uh, Giro is, 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 um, is making this Masaka month essentially. And the campaign, you. you know, and we're announcing this here on the podcast, but the campaign for the month of April is cycling communities, building cycling communities. You know, we have, uh, wow. we, we have built a really strong community around Giro uh, but it is you know and we love where the rabbit hole has taken and it's taken you know it has this international flavor now with the connection over there in Uganda and we we really want our cycling community to help um, continue our support of your cycling community there you know it's not just a it's not just a, a, a marketing thing it's not just a, a, a hype mechanism what you're doing there is amazing and it's our, you know, and we really want to kind of offer the opportunity for our customers and our sort of like community here to support what you're doing. So let's set out a few of the goals that we are, we are looking for. Uh, we're looking to see one more people following and more people sharing the stories that you are doing to have more people talking about it, but also we are looking for, for more financial support each, each, each year. One of the, one of the ways that we do that is through monthly donations. Um, so with regards to, and maybe Ross, you can sort of jump in here and talk about where and how some of these monthly donations are being spent. Uh, and, and then we can set out some goals as to, you know, some of the targets that we'd like to achieve uh, in, in, for this month. Yeah, well, once we get past the clubhouse build, which is where most of all the funding has been dedicated to it at the moment, which yeah. we're really close uh, doing so the monthly donations are hugely important because we have to plan so far in advance so we want to plan and, and cherry pick the right races for the talent at Masaka Cycling Club yeah um, so we have to plan ahead so we need to know 
what sort of funding is available for us to understand what we can invest in in terms of mobilising that talent. We've got other things like um, Miro suggested, we want to build our scholarship program. Yeah. So, you know, that £10 a month that we pay some of these riders to enable them to come to the club and spend time training rather than, um, you know, gardening in the in the market gardens and so forth Yes, um, is really, really important to them. So at the moment I think we've got 10 on a scholarship program. You know, we want that to be 50. Yeah. Um, so we've got um, a whole, whole heap of youth that we can commit to on a scholarship program and, and commit to them month on month without having to, to do one-off uh, donations. Um, it's things like, um, as you know, fully what no, Jordan, uh, maintaining bikes is quite difficult. Yes, and even <laughs> even more more difficult in in uh, Uganda, believe it or not. But so there's always ongoing maintenance. Um, we also pay um, Asia, who's a full time administrator, and we pay some local coaches to keep the to keep the youth uh, motivated. Yes, there's all these monthly obligations that we have to meet. And when we get the clubhouse finished, we're going to have a Zwift Academy set up at the clubhouse, which we hope to be able to um, install eight smart trainers um, and, and basically showcase the talent that exists at Masaka Cycling Club on the e-racing stage globally. So, and you know that that also requires um, electricity, Wi-Fi connection, mm. all these um, generator, all these additional monthly um, elements to to slowly but surely mobilise the talent and showcase it to the world. So. So it's that month, I know it's the hardest. It's the hardest donation for for us to to attract. So yes. Um, we've got 145 amazing monthly donors uh, in the system now that are basically underpinning this project. But, mm. you know, we, we seriously need you know, another 200 um, yeah. from the cycling community the world over to, to jump on it. And when we say monthly donations, there are only small amounts that we're looking for, Jordan. It's like £5 a month. Yeah. And you know, every time that, that money comes out of your bank account, you'll get an email that gives you the option to, to cancel it. Yeah, we have no, no control over that monthly donation whatsoever. So you know, we're just reaching out to the global cycling community, hoping they hear this story, and hopefully they listen to to Miro's challenges that he has on the ground there, mm. and, and just sign up for give, give us a go, give us a chance, and we'll show you you know show you what we'll do with that five pound or ten pound or whatever you can afford. Um, and you know, come along for the ride, be part of something truly special like. If God forbid in our lifetime, you know, if one of these one of these males or females, you know, hits the international stage in a big way, that's gonna provide so much hope for, for the youth of Uganda. I think that's what I think that's what's really exciting about it. And you know, you know, Miro, you've done such a great job of of talking about it because Yes, the individual opportunity for some of these guys is great. And whether that's a simple thing of getting somebody out of their house or if it's the opportunity that maybe they can race on an international level, the filter down effect of what that has in the local community there in Masaka is amazing. And it's just, you know, it is a privilege for us as a community here in, in the UK to be able to kind of invest in and support and really get behind and champion the local community there. So let's talk about the clubhouse. Obviously the clubhouse is being built over the last what year. 
tell me some of the plans for the clubhouse and what you guys are going to be doing. Um, and really for you, you know, for Miro, what your, what your vision is for it, what you would love to see and, and what's the next step after the clubhouse? Because, I mean, you're such an inspiring person and what you're doing is amazing. And I know that we can get this more support for you, but you know, what, 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 what do you, what's your vision for the clubhouse? Okay, um, one, this clubhouse, first of all, I want to, could say thank you so much. Whoever has contributed towards this clubhouse, thank you so much. Amazing. On behalf of Masaka Cycling Club. Um, we have bigger plans for this. We're going to install Zift uh, technology into there. Yeah. So where um, we shall be racing and uh, we're being supported also by Amani, yes. which is really also amazing. So our boys will be practicing on it, but also we're going to use this as a harbor by identifying and nurturing a talent. So yes. we're going to have, um, um, uh, how do you call it? Like um, all the information, the resource room for cycling and where we've come from. So people will be coming here, yes. but also going to use this as um, uh, where all our cycling could meet and then share ideas. Yes. We're also being joined by a great friend of ours, Sam, who is volunteering to continue giving um, a training to our boys. So we want to use this center as a center of excellence in promoting cycling. Yes. So in, in the whole of Uganda or in the whole of uh, the whole of Uganda, basically. So we are looking at this to, to utilize it. But I also want to know that if somebody is coming to Uganda and is a cyclist and he loves the game, so he can visit us. He knows where we're formed. So we're not renting that tomorrow will be just away. So <laughs> let's see <you> know <laughs> where we're formed. So that would be that. So we're also using the same because where we are is that we had a small business of mechanics that we had started. Yes. So we want to leave that room to, to continue the, the mechanics, the, the maintenance of the bikes and then the community. Perfect. And we use this house as um, um, an administrative, but also where people could come. We're also thinking of um, having at least two or three rooms that we shall use to generate some uh, income to maintain the house. And then, so if we have visitors coming, so they could um, sleep over, and then yeah, uh, uh, we can raise some small money that could help in maintaining uh, the place to be very good. So we're using this to be um, a very big step to promoting cycling. And uh, to me, I'm looking at this that uh, even the young lads will always come and then refer. This is where my talent started. And then I'm moving all over the world because of this dream house, dream club house. So those are our big dreams. Those are big, big, big dreams for, for, for the clubhouse, how we're going to put it to use. Sounds amazing. I love how there's, you know, there's, there's real sort of similarities and parities with, with just, with, you know, with, with our communities, you know, we, we started our coffee shop uh, seven and a half years ago and the vision for it and the purpose for it was literally just to have an open door, an open door where anybody was welcome to come. And do you know, the mirror, the, the, the friendships and relationships that have developed from just having an open door is is for me personally it's the most important thing and it's been the most satisfying thing to watch grow and 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 develop over the years and it's a very 
a very simple thing of just having an open door to say you are welcome and all the coffee and all the rides and all the kit that's all that's all extra on top but the 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 personal connection and i feel very excited for you that you know you have that opportunity to have an open door and to have a clubhouse where you can say you know you are welcome you are come here no matter you know boy girl no disability disability you are welcome here and cycling is a great sport and a great investment in our local community here um and it really is it really is a, a great opportunity for us to support um you know from our community to support your community as well and i hope that you know we can i know ross has mentioned in the past i hope we can organize trips down there at some point and and but i, I see the the relationship that between what you're doing and, and what we're doing I, I you know see it as a lasting as a lasting legacy really so with regards to some of the 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 goals the campaign goals that we are setting you know we are setting the bar you know, an achievable level, but I really hope that we can do more than this. So what we're looking for is more monthly contributions from our, from our customer base. Mm -hmm. And in total, we are looking for a 250 pounds extra a month. Now that can be from a two pound 50 donation a month to a five pound donation to a 10 pound donation. Uh, just to be transparent, Giro uh, commits a hundred pounds a month um, to supporting, to supporting what you're doing. Um, but our goal is to see, you know, we're not asking that of our customers. Our goal is to see, you know, £2.50 a month. I mean, that's that's the same cost of our, our, our one of our cups of coffee. So we believe that for our customers, that's a really um, achievable uh, monthly donation. But I mean, I, I, after listening to to you speaking uh, today, uh, Mira, I can't. I, it's it's just such an exciting thing what you're doing, and I really, I really admire you and I admire your humility with it, um, because what you are doing is significant, and it's not just having an impact locally, but it is having an impact globally. Um, so. Our, our our plea, our goal to to our customer base um, and our listener base is to increase the amount of donations. We're going to put all the links in, in the description below. Um, I think it's pretty clear that where this money is going is is a really good place. And um, yeah, for the price of a cup of coffee, the impact that you can have uh, on a local level with regards to the clubhouse, yeah. with regards to the scholarship, um, is 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 really exciting, and I really believe and I hope that we can do it this month. Thank you, thank you, Charles. Um, and then also, um, uh, we are to, to 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 thank you also for the donation of the agencies and the good. Yeah, they look good. They look. Really, oh, amazing. when we see our boys on, yeah, thank you so much. Well, we, I mean, we all get them. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, there's definitely plenty of more where that came from, but I, I suppose at the right time, we'll wait till your uh, your clubhouse grows and, and you've got more, more, uh, more um, uh, members that we can continue to kit up. Yeah, great. So one of the other things that we are going to be doing is, is for the, we, we're off as a bit of an incentive for the first 10 listeners or for the first 10 customers that donate uh, 10 pounds a month that sign up to donating 10 pounds a month we're going to be giving the first 10 uh, one of the masaka cycling club jerseys we I, uh, Mira, i don't know if you've seen but a couple of people around here have already got their jerseys and they've been wearing them so it's amazing i mean this this beautiful international cycling community you know you started this amazing thing in masaka uganda and then a few months yeah. later in in 
in, 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 in London, UK, we've got cyclists wearing your jersey um, who are supporting what you're doing, which I just think well, I think's great, which I think is really, really exciting. So for, for anybody who's the, so the first 10 who donate £10 uh, a month, they get a, a, a Masaka cycling jersey and, and will represent it proudly, which I think is a pretty good deal. Uh, it, it's um, great, Jordan. Great, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'll just 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 to add on that, if um, if you are one of those ten, just put a little comment in uh, when you sign up for your donation. Just put Giro Podcast in the comment section, so we know that uh, you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah. Um, and then I can start to liaise with you and make sure you get the right size jersey and all those sorts of things. So, um, yeah, we're excited, Jordan, by the campaign, mate, and. And your cycling community, and well, I mean, uh, l- listen. After listening to to, to you speak, um, I mean, how can we not get involved? You know, I think what you're doing there is is really significant, um, and I, I love what it's have what the impact that it's having on an individual level. You know, the thought that it could it can break some of these chains and break some of these you know kind of like mindsets that have been you know around the difference between boys and girls that is really exciting um and it's just that it's a very small you know way that we can support but the impact it's having is is significant um before we before we sort of wrap things up is there anything that you either of you two want to add is there anything that you guys would like to to share or communicate that we haven't discussed already Maybe let me go first. Um, yeah, please. Jordan, thank you so much for hosting this and then, yeah, letting our voices be heard all over the world. But uh, one thing I want to say thank you to Ross for believing in us. Mm. Uh, so we've achieved all this because he has believed in our potential. He has believed in our vision. He has believed where we are going. And uh, this is really very, very, very important to me as the founder, but also to all my cyclists. I also want to thank everyone that has come on board, also to believe in Ross, because now they don't know Miro, so they know him and say, okay, you put your head, we hit it, right? If, <laughs> if things don't go right, so it's okay that we hit it. And I say, say, I'm ready to be hit the head, but I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so thank you so much. But again, also, I want to encourage, um, we, we might have also, they might not be uh, cyclists themselves, but they might be interested in community-related work and then they support projects yeah. that go down to the ground. Yes. Um, but we have quite a number of issues. So we can use cycling in terms of uh, sanitation, in terms of um, health. We can use cycling to raise awareness on gender-based violence. So yeah. if there is an organization or somebody who is interested to see that we open up these campaigns to see as many girls as possible, to see how we can use uh, cycling as a sport to create awareness on disability and to fight for their rights, we really welcome them. And then also we want to see many people who want to see our orange jersey at the international level. So yeah. please, if you feel like you want to see that orange color all over painted, make such a, if I'd also like to see more people from Netherlands who are putting on that orange. Yes, yeah, so the orange. Say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the orange. <laughs> so many want to say, okay, I don't like Masaka cycling, but I like the color that's orange. I will do my best to see that the orange color moves. But everyone that is um, working on that, 
We also like people who will share ideas on how best we can make the club strong enough and then to survive longer and then to, to create more impact all over the world. Yeah. But uh, we are really, we have an open mind to learn and uh, we want to thank everyone who's coming up to see that these boys can, their talents can be promoted. Amazing. Yeah. Mirai? Yes, Mirai, yes. I love you. <laughs> thank I, you. I miss, I miss you so much. Yeah, we're soon meeting. COVID is winding up and we're into vaccination now. So probably when it ends, come down, uh, we party, so. we celebrate, we ride around oh, the places. Uh, yeah, the last time worry. when Rose was here, uh, we were able to, to go for um, a community rest. It was a long journey, but we just enjoyed the bumpy areas and I like <laughs> seeing everyone cheering. All the streets, people lining up to see these lads riding. It was oh, really amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Jordan, um, Miro just touched on a on an important thing that I just love to mention. Um, the project itself is a humanitarian project, um, yes. first and foremost. So absolutely. It just so happens there's incredible talent in this yeah. region yeah um so yeah the points he raises um the humanitarian based sort of points that he raises is, is really what underpins the whole project like absolutely. that's that's what draws the emotion out of miro as you've just heard it draws absolutely it out and and michael in his podcast like that's what we're trying to um assist with here and mm. the byproduct of it all is um, bringing, you know, this elite talent to, to the fore uh, and creating that equality in, in the, you know, hopefully the international peloton down the track. Um, so, you know, like, you know, the, the appeal really is to cyclists out there that have a bit of humanitarian pumping through their, yeah. through their hearts to, to try and help, um, help with this whole journey. So, yeah. That's well, the, the, I mean, you I, <laughs> Just some of the things that you've spoken about are incredibly inspiring. And, you know, from the fact that, you know, from he we here in the UK can get behind something to support something that is having an impact locally with regards to uh, gender equality, regards to, you know, sort of, you know, female based violence, which is such a big issue, disability, all using cycling as a vessel and a means to do that. And then on top of that, being able to see some real talent that could potentially change their lives and, and see them enter the, you know, pro peloton. I mean, it's just, it's so phenomenal. And, you know, Mira, the work that you're doing is amazing. Like it is our pleasure to be supporting you. So, you know, I just take a moment just to honor you because, you know, what you're doing is phenomenal and it's our absolute pleasure to support. And I really hope that a lot of our sort of like customers and, and listeners can get behind this um, because it is, it is rooted in something significant. And, uh, and I really, you know, we're going to keep in contact with, you know, with yourself. I'm looking forward to hearing some stories, you know, perhaps in the future, we can maybe shine a bit of light onto some individual stories that, that, that is happening there that we we can actually kind of see what's really going on. But um, I'm really excited about this month of April. Uh, I, I believe that we are going to achieve our target and beyond. Um, so uh, thank you for joining this podcast today. It's just been, I'm looking forward to hearing more from you in the future, but it's thank been amazing to, uh, to listen to you now. So, so thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you.